welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of sticking your willy in a hose and watering the flowers. <laughs> in a playground. <laughs> I had to think up the engineering of that yeah. because, honestly, I yeah. thought it was uh, stick your willy in... Like... In one end. No, no, no. And in... then turn the tap on. No, no, and the no. Tap, so and the taps you. You're the tap. No, no, no. That, you press that, your belly button. No, I know that that's what you were going for, but I imagined it first the other way around. Oh, like fighting the pressure. Yeah, exactly. You're not gonna win. <laughs> you're not gonna win. Well, yeah, put, the ho- in, put the hose in. Put the hose in. the hose in one end, and then and then. Oh God, have you been drinking like those two liter bottles of Strongbow? How would you How would you build up that much? That much. That much, uh, I was just about to say jizz. Oh, whoa, 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 hang on. Who's talking about that? Come on How would you build up that much jizz? That's actually a really effective, do you know they, um, that's one of the questions, like the open questions that Google do in their, in their um, job interviews. Final question. um... Really? I I thought that, I thought that was the mission statement for the Green Knight. Yeah. How would you build, oh, you're still on about that, weren't you? That really threw you, didn't it? I mean, did it not throw you, throw you? It threw, it threw, it threw, it throwed, throwed you. You're talk, talking like the fucking Green Knight. What is all this? Oh, and you're looking movie. at it. Yeah, it was a bloody good movie. Oh, Do you know I was, I was, um, <laughs> I was, I was doing. I can't remember what I was doing. I was looking back over some of the episodes that we'd done recently. I can't remember why. Probably just listening to the sound of my voice. And uh, I, um, I, I was looking back. Do you know what we did? Do you know what we didn't do? We didn't round up what was our favourite scores last year. It's fairly low oh, question. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a that's a decent point, actually. Fair, fairly loaded question because I genuinely think The Green Knight was one of the most interesting films I watched last year. I think that was one of the. I think that was one of the best. Yeah, definitely. I. I it, it, but wasn't there a couple of contenders in the back end of the year where I said I think it, it was, relatively quick successive episodes where I said. Oh, that'll be in the um, best original score category in the yeah, Oscar yeah, next year. And yeah. one of them was definitely Green Knight, and I'm struggling to remember the other one, which is really Damn. embarrassing because it obviously left a really good impression. <laughs> was it was it Ghostbusters Afterlife? It, it was not Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'll tell Ghostbusters you that. Ghostbusters Afterlife. And uh, oh no, was it Let It Be Carnage? It was let, not let, that either. It come was on, not that either. Come on, let's hear the carnage. Could have been I, Jungle Cruise. It might have been. Oh yeah, you were a big fan of that. It probably was. Yeah. I, have you watched one, that yet? No, fuck it. But the, I saw a funny photo, and it was like four photos of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, um, all of which in jungle attire. Um, and the, the caption was, "These are four different movies." <laughs> well, two of them would have been Jumanji. Dunk, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's it's fun to dream, Harold. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the other one I was going to talk about was the Suicide Squad because man alive, I finished Peacemaker the other week and you got to get on that, son. I know it's not moving forward yet. We can, do you know what? I think I might do a spoiler review of that in moving forward because I know that oh, we... Why? Like, because, because I have not watched it and yeah. I want to watch it. So why would you spoil it? Because I want to spoil <laughs> it for you. No, that's horrid. What kind of arsehole are you? Well, I feel like you need some threats put in front of you because I, I think that some of the shite that you end up watching and you know the amount of fifa that gets played i feel like Mate, i've given that up honestly no i've given up no 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 hand on head, heart yeah. hand on heart right when october came out which is yeah. when which is when the new game comes out yeah. i didn't buy it and i said i'm gonna cut this out of my life because honestly it's just did you a wean scourge. yourself off on like it, it, fifa 2016 or something it, it's like an this. absolute scourge on productivity that game and <laughs> 
I cut it. I, I didn't buy the new one, and I said, yeah. "Right, I'll see how I feel not having this until Christmas." Right? Yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, clear. And then almost immediately, I went, "Oh yeah, this is shit. I don't need it at all. I don't need this." Yeah, <laughs> almost excellent. immediately, I thought I gave myself like a, what I thought was a manageable target. I went, "I'll give myself till Christmas, and then see how I feel." And then literally like week two, I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't miss this at all because it's Look you know you. it's objectively shit." You're and, flexing in all sorts. And what are you fast doing forward with all that to spare now, time? What are you doing with all that time you've just built up? Uh, playing Hitman 3. <laughs> it's okay. it's gonna be a, a new vice, as it were. I think yeah, you've yeah, gone yeah. up in the in the world. I think FIFA's a gateway drug, isn't it, into the Hitman series? Yeah. Is that, oh, is yeah, that yeah, what you're yeah. trying to that, say? Yeah. They, they say that on all the gaming forums. Before you know it, you're going to be smacking your wrist and injecting Fallen Order 2. Um, which oh, comes I, out I absolutely soon. will. Yeah. That would be that would be great. Well, I'm. Uh, that's great to hear, man. I well, before we do any more preamble, just wanted to. T- I know, I know, I said this off air. I had the day from hell, but I oh, thought yeah. I'd tell you about a funny incident. It wasn't funny at the time, Alex. It no. wasn't that funny at the time. I I shouted at inanimate objects. I was that angry at the time. Oh, we've all been there, mate. Don't yeah, beat yourself yeah. up. Um, causing a riot in the street. People were people were sympathetic to me. Basically, cycling through central London, both my brakes give out. Um, both of them, both of them give out. Actually, I've got a funny, right. another funny thing off the back of this, right? Cycling through land, both groups give out. I'm moving forward, but I don't, I've still got a fair bit of momentum. I have to literally throw myself to the ground to get off this bike. Jesus. I was so pissed off. I was genuinely so pissed that off. That is genuinely terrifying to think, it was, to think about, though, honestly. Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty bad. So it was a, it was a lot of um, pulling wires, and thank God I have a little toolkit that I take with it. But my God, I was pretty... But what's funny was, there's an Evan cycle on the way home. There's a shout out to the Evans cycle team in uh, in Holborn, useless. Um, have you know? And here's why. <laughs> oh, I thought I didn't realize that was a sarcastic shout out. I thought that was like no, a, no. I thought I was like these guys really saved the day, and I was about no, to have no, a heroic no. moment. The, 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 these guys could not have watched the day be saved by someone else less, right? Jen, right? I walked to. I, I finished. I had to leave the office early. I just d- did a runner, basically, uh, <laughs> halfway through. Someone asking me a question. Um, I said I was going to go for a quick poo, and as far as they're concerned, it's the longest poo I've ever been for because I've still not gone back uh, to answer the question. You're having some epiphany and, on that, John. <laughs> and um, and basically, I I went down to the Evan Cycle in in Central London, just uh, just the one by Oxford Street. If you work there, you know who you are. Um, bag of dicks so basically walked in <laughs> I went in also it's downstairs you go in and you instantly have to go downstairs weird what, with a bike mo- exactly what? weird <laughs> uh, do you know I had to, a woman came in in, fr- um, in front of me and, I, and I, I classically I had a bike with me and I offered to take hers down with me too and she you know and, and she, she said yeah and so I'm, I'm carrying two started well carrying two broken bikes down a set of stairways um, so so <laughs> so we got downstairs she went one way and I went to the kind of workshop counter and I sort of explained to the guys like, hey, mate, like, I think my brakes are pretty, like, pretty fucked here. Can you come and have a look? He, he, he took the handlebars and ran them and he was like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're not working. And I God. was like, no, no, they're not. They're not. Oh. But, but and, and then and then and then I was like, and I was, but I think it's this. And so I like, I, you know, and for anyone who disc brakes, but they're kind of spring loaded. They're not hydraulic. Right, I know right. they're not. It's, apparently the not hydraulic ones are not that great because I pulled the wire through, retightened it, like taut tension. And I was like, yeah, I've been doing this. I've been doing this and I've tried this. But I could tell he was getting frustrated because everything he was trying to do, I was telling him, I've already tried that. I've already tried this. I've already tried that. Right. And then he turned to me and he went, problem is, mate, these uh, these uh, wire brakes, they're just a bit shit. 
they're just a bit shit you're just gonna have to replace them all i'm like this really okay. does sound like the equivalent of like men standing around a car yeah. kicking tires anyway taking a so, sip of so, bud light so, so he like <laughs> tightens a few things up and then he like walks away and leaves me with the allen key and he like doesn't come back and and i'm like oh do you mind if i just tighten some stuff up and i was tightening this up and tightening that up and you know like whatever it was like it was it was in a workshop so i felt more productive and and then he kind of, and then I kind of was like, "What do you think?" And he's like, "Well, this is what you need to do. You need to just replace the whole brakes." And I was like, "But surely not. They don't. They don't not work. I can see the mechanism working. I'm sure it's just the pads." And he just gave me the best line ever. It was so cheeky, but I also quite liked it. Like some customers came over to him, and I was like talking, like handing them. I was like, "I don't know, mate. Like I think think it might be the pads." And he's like, "Okay, mate." Uh, <laughs> he goes, "I'm. You're trying to start a fire here. Uh, what do you say? You're trying to start a fire here." I'm giving you a match and you've just got some kindling. And I was like, touche, Mr. Evans. Right. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Fine. Because I was like, oh, no, I'm sure it's just this. I'm sure it's just this. He's like, I've told you what it is. You can do what you want with it. Right. And I was, and he was, and, and, he, and he said something like, is there anything else I can help you with? And I just was like, fuck you. I was like, well, you haven't helped me in the first place. So I don't know what yeah. you, do, you want to do what I first did. All oh, right. Um, so, okay. So the moral of the story is you were the asshole. No, I was a bit like, we went in there. It, basically, when I tightened them, they worked. I needed right. someone to tighten them. But he tries to sell me this new brake system, which I didn't need. Yeah. And it was just like, no. I think if you just do your job and look at the mechanics of this thing rather than upsell me. I was like, how much does that cost? 80 quid. I was yeah. like, the bike cost 100 quid. I'll yeah, buy yeah, a new yeah. bike. Oh, man. Drove me at the wall. Yeah, You're, I'm trying to give you a lighter. I love. I thought it was so funny though. It was very quick. Um, you don't get genuinely quick comments like that ever. He was a bit no. slack jawed. <laughs> Evan cycles <laughs> never go. We should start. I wasn't planning negative, on it. I wasn't we should start doing it. some negative. You know, we we're talking about blackmail. We should start blackmailing companies and doing negative advertising for them. Jesus, <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we should gain a bit of revenue from this thing. Oh. Fuck knows, I need it. This wedding's expensive. So I was told you that already. Mm. Anyway. Um, what the hell are we doing today? Oh, of course, we are not a bikes and um, blackmailing podcast. A blackmailing podcast could be fun. Oh, well, that, that's already a joke, isn't it? That's bit, Monty Python already did that, didn't they? Did they? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, welcome to <laughs> blackmail. <laughs> Everyone forgets about that sketch, but it's so funny. Yeah, that's a fun sketch. Yeah, they basically... What is it? They filmed somebody going around having an affair, and they keep it fairly, fairly anonymous <laughs> at the beginning, and then they pause it at different intervals and go, uh, "If you, if, oh, if you're yeah. watching this, dial in now, yeah, and dial in now, <laughs> and every time, every time you don't dial in, the the cost goes up a hundred pounds. <laughs> the cost goes up a hundred pounds, and and the next clips get steadily and steadily more obvious as to who it is." and their address and phone numbers <laughs> that's so good it's such oh, a good joke it was God, eric, that's eric in... idol wasn't it that did it it was oh, him that what's... was the host is oh. that in and now for something completely different i think it is I that's seen, so good it wouldn't have been from flying circus because i've not seen that all but oh man anyway um we so we're not that uh no, we are of course that. i mean <laughs> that'd be <laughs> great though <laughs> that's what i'm saying man we should do that a blackmail pod <laughs> we'd make so much fucking money 
Oh, if only I knew where this guy on Evan Cycles lived. I could, I could get dirt. I could find his children, Alex. Oh, I could find Jesus. where he's. I could find out what their fears are and expose them to the world. You should just leave. You should just leave some brake pads on his yeah. uh, doorstep. What if? Just what if? Like... <laughs> What if his what if his children's fear is fire and just all he thinks about is fire? I'm trying to start a fire. I'm giving you a lighter and you've got kindling, and that's what he says to his kids. Well, look, you give him a visit, nothing happens. Then he wakes up in the morning, opens his door, and there on his doorstep is a pair of brake pads and a botch of and a box of matchsticks, and that is it. Here's your fucking kindling. <laughs> what are we what What are we doing we are of course a music and movies podcast and each week we're going to be taking you to some of the absolute classics now um a bit of preamble aside we're doing this for a very specific reason it's because we didn't get a chance to go to the cinema and see the new film uncharted with tom holland and marky mark marky mark um, Wahlberg. But uh, we also so we thought we'd do the first one in the franchise. We do, we do, exactly. <laughs> we do. We thought we'd do the OG, um, which of course is is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, a couple of other points to raise up top, and um, we're also doing this in celebration because it was recently announced that John Williams is going to be scoring the new series of Kenobi coming or out. Or rather, in... to, to to be just a little bit pedantic. Okay, he's they're sco- using parts. No, no, of the no. Score. He's he's scoring. He is scoring the main theme tune. Right. So you know how in Solo, Solo, A Star Wars Story, John Williams did the theme tune, but then John Powell did the actual score. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. So, oh, so, so is it Ludwig Göransson or is it? Um... Uh, I don't think it's Ludwig Göransson. I can't remember okay. who it is. Okay. If it's Fine. even been announced, I don't think it has been announced. No. Is it missing? Is it Mister Boom from the Wobbles? No, I don't know. <laughs> what I do know is that it's being recorded in London. And I really want to be in that orchestra. That's oh. all I'm saying. So, do you, do you want me to? We should do some blackmail. Get you in we there. Do some blackmail. <laughs> we do yeah. some blackmail. That's yeah. fun. Um, but oh, the other God. thing, yeah. The, the other thing, of course, is that's very, very special. Is that on February the eighth, mm. the same Mr. John Williams turned ninety years old. I, I mean, an incredible wow. feat. Um, he does have incredible feet, but also what what an achievement for him to have grown that old. I mean, again, is it an achievement if you're the one who does it? Um, because you know, you, you just he just eats well, he he works out regularly, but also he scored fucking everything. I mean, yeah. I know we've talked about this quite a lot, but he's kind of scored our childhood and oh, everyone else's easily. childhood easily and most people don't even know it either no and i think the, the the interesting fact is around how many oscars not only has he won but how many has he been nominated for now alex oh my god i, I always trot this stat out but i can't actually remember off the top of my head it's in it's tens and tens and tens i of, thought it was in the of, 90s oh no it's not that many nominations <laughs> It's not that many nominations. One for every year. There are, there have been a couple of years where he was nominated twice. And imagine this, nominated twice in several years and not won a single one of them. Yeah. Because he has only, because he's only won it like four or five times or something like that. Interesting. Okay. Very good. Very good. Well, I mean, that's, so that's the context of why we're doing Indiana Jones. Um, But, but of course, it always throws me this film, much like, um, you know, Star Wars originally released was just called Star Wars. Yeah. Um. Before, obviously, the re- kind of rebranding of a new hope, and and t- same to this. I mean, this often known as Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. But yeah. Of course, the title of this film is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
you know, and, and coming from, from the minds of George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, you know, George Lucas famously quoting that he was kind of angling for a suave and sophisticated 007 type yeah. um, that, that, that was created on screen. And the character of Indiana Jones largely was influenced by Bond, um, obviously a huge amount from Han Solo. Um, but a, a really, really interesting and I guess a, a, a kind of a fantastically organic character because you forget how novel that would have been to have gone, well, we're going to take a character from, you know, j- just as the war's heating up, that's the era that he's in. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. what we like, thir- 30s, I would imagine, something along those yeah. sort of lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, obviously the Nazi party is in power, but they aren't. They, they haven't properly, you know, turned evil. This is this is uh, just before Order sixty six, um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, this is like this is Attack of the Clones before you know uh, uh, the Nazis really take off because you yeah, know they yeah. were a huge they were huge power and and also I think the idea around the folklore at the time, which was the Nazis were stealing, um, raiding, looting museums all over Europe for yeah. artwork and for cultural um, icons because they wanted to be able to own these things and and you know they believed in the intrinsic value of all these of all these things and obviously that is how famous um, families and our, our you know aristocracy all could be bought and sold and it was a, it was a it was a purchase of famous antiques to own land etc and so it was mm-hmm. a really great strategic move from the nazis but also i think the comments around hitler being into the occult yeah. You know, it, it, it kind of, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but it, well, I, I it think kind of it ties is. in. Yeah, I, I mean, think it, it is. I think he, he was a superstitious guy. Mm. Mm. And I think did believe in a lot of, shall we say, hocus pocus. Yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. I mean, I, I always like, you know, people from history that do. I think James the James the, the sixth, I think was, was it James the fourth, James the sixth, famously. I mean, let, let's be clear. Not like. No. No, not like. We don't, we don't like Hitler. No. That's not good. What did I say? You said I like like people. From, I like people from history that do. No, 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 no. Oh, I said there's other people from history. Oh, okay, well, I don't like him. Yeah, good. He's, I just thought right. it is, I thought, thought it was important to clear well, that up. Think, it is quite an that, important point. I just think he's a little bit. I just think he talks around people's backs so often, right, and he's okay. just a bit, he's a bit rude. Catty. He's a, he is catty. Right, he is okay. catty. Yes, yeah, yeah. he is. Well, we just um, wanted to call him out on what he was, which was catty. Yeah, so there we yeah. go. But anyway, I, I find, find this, anyway, I was going to say James of Six, I think it was, um, married Anne of Denmark and, his, and wrote Demonology. And that's the whole North Berwick Witches and where that's all based from. So, you know, anyway, the point being, I think you're right. Like these kind of, the, the, the love of demonology very much inspired a lot of the story points from this. But it's just a great concept and a really enduring one as well. You know, this, you know, archaeologist um, uh, who decides that he wants to become or, or, you know, like raids tombs, as it were, to to find these lost or hidden artifacts all around the world. Um, It's incredible. Now, obviously, I think the easiest way we're going to go through this, mate, I've got a few facts littered throughout this, but I think the easiest way to go through this is to be pretty, pretty um, genuinely stick, stick to the score. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to throw over to you in a second. Just, just if you want to kind of like talk around the score, some of the main points, and obviously like how this movie starts. But because Fabulous. this is an, this is an, one of the best starts of a movie ever. Oh, it really, really is. But I, I do have a, I do have a question for you, right? Oh yeah, up go top. for it. Yeah, no, Do you want the first snake quote or the second snake quote? Uh oh, we're doing the. No, no, no. Just, just pick one. Just pick one. Pick one. I, I know, I know. We're doing the. Okay, I do the first one. The first one. Yeah. It's to sit back every time. Here is. Go on. Want to get the words right? Yeah, you've got to get it. Want to get the words right? Hang on, hang on, hang on. 
Oh. Okay. Why is it why is it not right there on the screen? Looking for the you looking for the words. Okay. He's um I can see the screen reflect oh, in your glasses. Okay, here he goes. Oh everyone. <laughs> pay attention, everyone. There's a rapika snake in the plane, a jog. That's it. That was, is that what you needed to read? Yeah, that's it. I yeah. could have told you that. Fucking hell! I thought there was more to it, but I was like, no. Uh, uh, Jock, Jock then says another uh, another line, and yeah. then I thought, well, they can't both be played by uh, uh, Golden Globe winner Jared Leto. He doesn't play, yeah, yeah, play many of them. So there we go. That, that that was just a brief segue into our famous segment of um, mm. Jared Leto reads lines from your favorite movie in the style mm. of Jared mm. Leto from House of Gucci. Mm. Mm. It's going to be a regular feature, I think. Uh, it needs to be. Needs to fabulous, be, fabulous. If we're going to do this, uh, in the jungle is the first track, though, mate. Um, yes. And then, and then, obviously, followed straight, straight by the the idol temple. W- what I want to talk around is is something that I picked up when I was listening to the, the 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 piece of music of in the jungle and when it was being played at that amazing sequence at the start, which was what I find really interesting is when we first see indie, in the the score actually provides a really minor dramatic series of descending notes dun 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 when, when we when we first see indy when he steps oh, yeah. out it's like out really the, ominous isn't it yeah and, and i think you know you're, you're watching this and i think typically if you you know movies of those types you, you've kind of got like maybe a kind of western influence as well as a kind yeah. of guns you know the kind of gunslinger in, in, influence at the, at, at the start and you know you would always associated that with with a with a hero and the hero steps out onto the screen there's a there's like a you know a fanfare almost or there's some yeah. sort of heroic action and then the music accompanies but what i find quite interesting about this is the music during this first segment is is like you as the audience you don't really understand what's happening you don't really know who this character is and you know he's he's gritty and he's also pretty full on and he's de- he's devoted. You know you can just has he just has that steely de- yeah that steely yeah, determination yeah. in his eyes, which you know f- when you're first introduced to him comes across as a little bit um you know almost like stubborn or surreptitious and and you you kind of you you, you go when you accompany that with the the evil in the jungle piece of music and then obviously followed by the very very famous the, the idol temple um sequence i mean i mean that whole sequence is so famous there is and i think the biggest thing that we can say about these two tracks in the soundtrack and this whole opening kind of prologue if you will Mm. is the lack of the indiana jones the raiders march yes yeah 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 it's not there it is not there in the whole sequence right up until he escapes on the plane well, just I, I mean the 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 fanfare kicks in on the vine rope swing into the water. Yeah, I mean that that is that is when you actually get the da 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 da, and yeah. and I think that and it starts know, to build up. It starts to build up to that moment because I feel like when he's getting uh, chased by the Peruvian natives, mm. the, the the music and the scoring in that, even though he's still like in danger, it's more kind of slapstick, tongue in cheek kind of sure. danger, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Um, like. The music is going like like it's really yeah. really bouncy, and you, from that moment you get a kind of oh okay, so there's going to be a lot of hijinks in this movie, mm. you know that mm. kind of just r- running about narrowly escaping death, but in a 
quite a comedic way almost yeah i think so but i mean there's there's some points in this i mean like the the beats around you know for example the the, the spiders on the back or the you know the, well, the, i'm don't, so don't glad you brought up the... the spiders so glad you oh, brought the, up the, the pizzicato is excellent isn't it well that's the thing because it, it, it's an absolute masterclass in producing effects but just with orchestral instruments yeah because i feel like nowadays you know there'd be all sorts of clever mixing and odd instruments and whatnot to get this uh spook a spooky sound or an otherworldly sound that we've never Mm. heard before Mm. and stuff like Mm. that but john williams manages to just do it just with acoustic instruments of the orchestra that have been around for hundreds of years that's what i love most about his scoring style. I mean, I mean, but it doesn't just encounter the spiders and the pizzicato sequence. You know, like when when you're introduced to the villains, you, you know, you you know you're being introduced to the villains. Um, you you, you know when um when Tot or you know, uh, you know holds his hand up and says Heil Hitler, and he's at the burn. You know the 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 brass comes with him. You know the military yeah, yeah, yeah. brass follows around all the military characters and in 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 you know the Nazis. The when the, when the bigger guys are being introduced, the one you know he's fighting whilst the plane's taking off. You know we've we've a huge amount of 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 horns that are being played and then you know the beautifully sweeping strings accompanying the desert sequences throughout cairo and stuff it's just it's it's really really molded it's 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 properly welded to the film this score you know it's And, and it's mated so effectively to it at every single point um you know we talk about like john williams be, being an, a heavy influence in the score you know you mentioned around et i think is a really famous example in the the leaving sequence where you know what jo, what joe was created was so good that they changed the movie to facilitate that yeah yeah you know i i i feel this i feel this movie um it, it it's that perfect triage or a perfect a perfect um duo sorry of or the triage of john of, of george lucas and john williams but but also just that that really a perfect melting of let's just make sure these two things you know like a well-fitted shoe like a like a, you know I'm, I'm kind of thinking of mine like a like an old leather cobbler just really perfectly <laughs> molding the leather so it caresses your foot and it's comfortable to walk in it's effective it does it and you wouldn't even know that it's a compound material of hundreds of different things it just does its job so effectively yeah, yeah. yeah you know like that that's kind of like the feeling that i get especially some of these you know early tracks in this movie definitely um, definitely the other thing i wanted to tell you about was did you know that alfred molini's in this um in the, in the oh yes uh, yes <laughs> i can never tell if you do it deliberately you are doing it deliberately because you're having a little I giggle do, I know you are no Al- so alfred genuine. molina yeah yeah yeah. alfred molina i i love that he's um he looks good in this doesn't he he does. He looks young. He does look very young. Yeah, <laughs> he looks young. He does look very young. But that's no, it is it is good. Um, do we want to talk about some of the? I guess like some of the other things that's really. Um, oh, sorry, just on the idol, the idol, the the the, sw- the idol swap. The the way the music builds up to that moment when he swaps the 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 bag of sand for the idol. It's so tense, isn't it? it it's it, such it, a long crescendo. It ta- it takes so much time to build mm, as he's going mm. across the pressure pads yeah yeah no i think i think it's excellent so so what i was going to talk a little bit about is something that this movie pioneers it doesn't really occur in any other movie and it's famous just because of i think indiana jones did it and nowhere else is brave to do it and that is the plane the plane flying as a red line over the map with indy in the background and you're almost hearing the the music playing in the background as he's um 
as we're watching him travel around the globe. Yeah. Like like a kind of like a loading screen almost in a video game. Kind of actually. Do, do, yeah. you, know, do you know what I mean? And I, it's also like a really familiar concept now, isn't it? I, I, it must have been done in loads of films since then. I don't think, but this is the thing. I don't think it has. Tell me another movie where they do a, a line on a map, faded in the background. You can kind of see Indy. You can see the map where he's going. It, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's like a mini intermission. That's what I see kind those of, yeah. points of, you know, that's that, that's the points where they go, okay, John Williams, Give us some of the theme. Build, build on this. Build the tension. Yeah. Now, now's your turn. Do you because... know what I love about those map, those those map kind of intermissions though, is the fact that obviously because it's set in the late thirties mm. and the planes obviously don't have the range, it's mm. all the different stops. Oh, it's amazing. And all yeah, the yeah, different yeah. flights. And then at some point, you just sit there and you think, God, how long does that? How long would it actually take to make that journey? Hours. Because the 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 plane. Well, Days. yeah. I mean, it still Days. takes hours. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I mean, if you go from yeah. San, Fran- San Francisco to to Nepal, for for example, and he takes something like five different flights. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy. That's uh, yeah. It blows. It blows your mind. I mean, Nepal. He goes. He goes from Peru, Nepal, Cairo. Where does the Where does the final sequence finish? Well, I guess they're on the the, the ship in the submarine. Is it Greece? Is it Greece? Yeah, it's a Greek a island. Greek, a little Greek island. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, I love it. I mean, like, but but you go back to, you know, that's what the Bond films were always famous for, you know, jet yeah. setting all around the world to these amazing locations. And I think yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. that's something that very much was was seen as, as essential to the Indiana Jones formula. Yeah. And very, very much something that carries through the series as well. Yeah. It? Like you kind of go everywhere. Well, let, let's chat around, I guess, some things that you do recognize in other films, that w- especially with the music. And I want to talk about um, a character, you know, I, I would say probably one of the one of the best female um, antagonists, uh, sorry, protagonists that w- we've we've had in, in modern in modern. Uh, uh, well, I mean, in, in cinema, I mean, Marion is a very very famous famous character you know a feisty a feisty girl who can drink you know drink guys under the table oh, she yeah. can swing a sword she can punch but also she can be vulnerable when she needs to be i mean those the sequences when she's vulnerable in cairo and then when she's not like i think she's a very very well balanced character i i genuinely do and i've always had a big crush on her i thought she was oh actually- yeah yeah uh, look i i don't think she holds up to today's kind of standards for writing female characters because at the end of the day she still needs to be rescued about five or six times yeah yeah um and yeah that just that just does not does not fly nowadays but she does have such a fiery personality yeah yeah and you know does not hesitate to speak her mind and call call out bullshit and it's it's absolutely not it is definitely a progressive character for the time the the movie was made for damn sure yeah but the the piece of music um well marion's theme really yeah i mean do, do you want to chat a little about this because i, I i've got my thoughts on this I, yeah. I mean i forgive me i'm i'm going to go out on a limb here i think it's incredibly derivative of leia's theme ha okay there is a reason why there is okay. there is a reason why, and so just that's Princess Leia from from Star Wars. So the Leia's Leia's theme, I think, I, I mean, obviously the first couple of notes are very very similar. Um, well, that's it. That that's basically it. John Williams, very correctly, I think, 
uh, believes that one of the most expressive kind of intervals, two intervals in, you know, modern music is the major sixth, right? Okay. So, for example, an A up to an F sharp. That would be oh, major, okay. That okay. that'd be a major sixth. Um, and so that and that's all the, of do do exactly. and it's really it's really really expressive and what's really very interesting in all in all all of all of his love themes um you get that interval right at the Mm. beginning so Mm. you so you have which is this one yeah yeah princess leia and which is han and leia's love theme yeah 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 in um in empire strikes back so yes they have that kind of basic framework i personally i believe that they are all adequately different from each other oh no i I agree i agree yeah so uh, but what you've just kind of uh stumbled upon is a lot of people's big reason for saying all john williams sounds the same sure sure. which fuck those people frankly (laughs) yeah but but, i mean you know i'll go do one i i would say so indiana jones um in a different world, I mean, what what would you say that the score in itself is closer to? Because I guess like Jurassic Park, really. Um, well, there's a lot of is, different things. I think if you if we're going is, all the way back to the jungle scene, right? Um, there's a lot of like Endor in yeah. there. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, this one yeah. came first. Yeah, I think Raiders came before Return of the Jedi. Before Return of the Jedi, yeah. So yeah, so other way around, but definitely you you get those kind of evocations or that's mm. not a word whatever that word is mm. yeah evocation um, evocation exactly. it sounds like a word it does sound like a word you, you, you do get quite a lot of evocations in this if, don't you if that was a five letter word i'll be putting it into wordle and trying it out tomorrow but it won't but it won't does, be. does it have any many sort of flanky towns in this score is that the original you know like a flanky town a flanky town a, a flankerton yeah flankerton. what well evocation and flanky town they're, they're similar things are they not in the in the and and planky well, horns in my vocabulary yeah plan, a plank horn i don't i don't know that one either okay a bingle don yeah okay fine cool. but the the um the the wonderful thing though about this is you 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 play this at different parts for different reasons because especially when and, and the fake out the fake out do you want to talk about that very quickly when they kill marion and then yeah. they don't kill Marion. I mean, yeah. brave, brave point in the movie. I, I would imagine that there is a part of the script where they went, "Do we, do we just kill her? Like, yeah. what does that do to the story? Where does this thing go?" Well, I mean, it puts Indy into a really dark place, and the yeah. very next scene after that happens is when you get arguably the most complete version of Marion's theme that we've heard in the movie up to this yeah. point. And it's be- and because that's what I'm saying. up it's until it's now, not a love theme, it's him missing her. Yeah, yeah, it's really really it's really really special because they mm. do really really linger on that shot. He's, you know, he's drink he's three quarters of the way through a te- a bottle of Tesco Value vodka. Tenet, yeah, yeah. Um and and I know what that's like. Yeah. And no, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> and the the camera's very slowly panning in, as yeah. it did on me on that fa- fateful yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. And uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and it and it's that just the theme. It's night. just the it's just the theme that that's going in. It is the most complete version of the theme because up till then we've heard 
various fragments first heard when i think he's talking to abner mm. um you know when they're saying oh will marion be with him or whatever and then it happens in nepal as well yeah, but yeah, only yeah. in little fragments and it's not complete but the first complete one is definitely when marion quote-unquote dies yeah yeah um but it is a good it is a good fake out i think if jj abrams had directed this movie we would have seen in a flashback the next time exactly how uh marion was not killed yeah <laughs> which is really interesting to see well, but that's not that's not just, in this but just staying on that point it i mean it hasn't escaped me the, the edit of the truck exploding I mean that's really bad, isn't it? I mean it is diamonds are for le- diamonds are forever levels of bad. Oh yeah, you get this, this little like judder, and then all of a sudden it's like it's already totally... halfway halfway through its well, explosion, and, and in a totally like... different place and a totally yeah, yeah, yeah. different location. Yeah, but it is almost like somebody. It, it's almost like it exploded, and then they started rolling the cameras like half a second after it yeah. actually exploded. It's yeah, really yeah, funny. Yeah. And um, obviously, then there's the. There's the the whole bloody bloody um, improvised sequence with the the guy in the sword and Harrison Ford taking out his gun and shooting, which always gets a laugh, doesn't it? Always gets a laugh. Uh, supposedly an improvised moment. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, improvised. Yeah. O- obviously, yeah. obviously not like a an actual shot improvised moment because how would the guy know to like fall over if he if he just randomly unexpectedly pulled a gun out but he'd be like uh, what the fuck i know he'd be like he'd be like that's not in the script i've been dead mate you're dead you're dead mate you're dead (laughs) but no let's let's put ourselves in the shoes of that of that twirly sword guy he's probably been with a choreographer for weeks 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 rehearsed the fight sequence yeah like a well choreographed dance and it probably had lots of like arabic flavors in it you know um sort you know sort of like the, the equivalent of rasputin in the king's man <laughs> george um george and Stephen are are um are sat there and george is like yeah. so i i've been thinking the whole when harrison improvised the whole shot yep yeah yeah uh, I I quite like that. Me too. Me too. I thought yeah, it was yeah, funny yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, excellent. So we should just write that in. And then they're like, I think so. Why not? Okay, cool. We'll get the script. And they're just flicking through pages. Fight sequence, fight sequence, continue to fight on the roof, jump off the roof. There's a lot of fight in here, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, someone's the movie. Gonna, <laughs> I know. Someone's going someone's gonna to have to break this to Ethan. Um, and they look over and there's there's like, there's Ethan eating his lunch on his own in full costume with a sword next to him. He's got his sandwich all on uh, his own. Un, his legs unbeknown, swinging. Un, unbeknownst to him that he's about to eat the same thing that gave Harrison Ford food poisoning <laughs> only moments earlier. Oh, did he get oh, he got food poisoning, did he? Yeah, that's why he couldn't be bothered doing it. He oh, had, like, I see, I see. He had food poisoning. He had a massive high fever and a flop sweat. And he was just like, oh, I cannot yeah, be arsed with I this shit. I did know that, yeah. He's, uh, he's swinging his legs around, okay? He's, he's, oh, he's yeah. really happy. Happy. he's delighted because he's he's got his big scene coming up yeah, yeah. um and they're like okay we're gonna have to we're gonna have to break it to we're gonna have to break, break it to you you've got to tell him yeah. ethan come o- come over and he's like me and he like points at himself yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody usually talks to him um they're like and he's like thank you i just want to say thank you very much for the opportunity um mr lucas and mr spielberg this has just been the, the best experience ever you know yeah, take, yeah. you know spending all this time training with the, some of the best stunt coordinators i, I love this this is yeah. this is a dream a dream come true my mum, she's so proud she said wouldn't it just be the best thing if you were on screen for the whole time and yeah. you know you got to fight and everything and all that yeah by the way oh, loved star wars didn't think it was didn't think it was derivative of flash gordon at all yeah it was fine <laughs> absolutely not a problem 
um that was great you guys you guys put a lot of money into merchandise it's almost like you're sort of covering up something um but anyway ah oh, this is really awkward Ethan, because of all that stuff you lovely stuff you've just said to us about all the lovely things um you, oh take a seat son take a seat pull up a chair okay do you need this you don't need the sword put the sword down put the sword down in fact probably don't need the rest of the costume or the hair and makeup can we get the hair and makeup off ethan please can we get that just keep going with this. All right, move it along. Move, move it along. along. <laughs> right, we're just pausing for a second. Ilhan. She's coming from a gig, needs a couple of things from the living room. Hi, Callum. Hey. You did say hi. What do you mean, didn't say hi? Ilhan, he's got headphones in. What did you, did she just get angry? Because I didn't say hi back to her. Because yeah. you've got the headphones in. Yeah. Alex, what are well, you? No, Alex. She's a- no, she's actually angry at me because I didn't tell her. Alex, I've you told you about. Her. Alex, I've told you about her. I still like <laughs> you, Callum. No, Alex, it's done. Like let you. it go. Let it go. <laughs> Alex, she's got it. Right. Alex, look at me. Look at me. Are you serious, man? Yeah. Are you serious? This one, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> oh God. What's she drinking? Straight gin. What's going on over there? Water. Just water. Nice. The good stuff. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to pee. Sorry. <laughs> is it because she's running the tap, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, I'll the put tap. the edit point in here. Yeah. God damn it. Getting a full uh, nice sound of Alex going for a, for a pee. wonder if that's getting picked up on his mic. Hopefully it will do. Um, hitting off. The great thing is, obviously, it's bouncing off the... Uh, of the of the tiles, the ceramic tiles in his in his bathroom, reverberating through his little one bedroom. Oh, that's him closed the door. Whole flat shook there. Um, oh, that's the toilet being flushed. Uh, just give me a little running commentary of that. Um, here he comes, stumbling back into the room. High on on methan, methamphetamine. He's um, here. He is. Yep. Okay. Putting the old headphones in, and he's back again. Hey, so right. just, giving, just giving a wee, just giving a wee running, running uh, commentary to the listeners on what what was happening there um, oh, in the back room because we were we were chatting a little bit about. Can I tell you what my favorite track in this movie is? Ooh, I, 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 hope, I, I hope it's, I hope it's the same as my is. favorite track. Okay, I mean, if you bring the track up, okay, have you got the full title of the track? Uh, hold on. Get the. Full I was title. listening to it, but this afternoon. Okay. Fine. But in this afternoon. But this will be fun this, because if the but if, this afternoon. If they're different tracks, we've got to try and convince the other person why it's the best track, right? That's right. the rules. Oh, and yeah. I win, obviously. And if oh, it's yeah. and if it's and if it's the same track, then we then we um shake hands and ride off into the sunset. Okay, okay. Excellent. Are you ready to say this the track, the same track as me in the count of three? Yeah, sure. Okay. One uh, on on one, on one, three down. Three Two, one, the, the basket room, game. Don, you cunt, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the, was the basket game when he's knocking all the baskets off? Look, uh, do you know what? The real answer, the, the real answer to what's my favourite track in the whole movie is I actually agree with you. Like, yeah. re- real real talk, the map room. And I, I've got I've got thoughts on that whole scene and that scoring. Okay, it's fine, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but yeah. let's do the basket game first. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Because 
can you can you remember what 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 which one that is? So the basket game it's is when all the baskets are being swapped around, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, can't, yeah. They're basically doing the Scooby Doo thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and then he comes out and and the, the camera zooms in on on his eyes and and you know obviously he's seeing that the idea that he's come around one corner expecting to find two blokes with a basket above their on their shoulders. And he's seeing, you know, multiple sets of, of, yeah. of individuals. He's seeing 40 baskets. blokes with 20 yeah. baskets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's some quick yeah. maths that I've just yeah. done. That, that was really quick. What if there know, was really what was. if there was 400 blokes? How many baskets would there be? Uh, 200. Fuck, he's good. Uh, he's, he's Jesus. Yeah, I can't talk. Yeah, I can't talk. Right. So, but the reason I love it so blokes? much. What? What if there was eleven blokes? Uh, he would have he would have shot one of them, and then it'd be five. There, Ethan, we need you for a scene. <laughs> Ethan, we need you for a right. scene. Right. The reason I love the basket game is because it's, it, if you just listen to it without watching the movie, you'd be like, oh, this is a proper piece of music. Mm. This is like uh, what what you'd call a scherzo, which is <laughs> a joke, which is Where's, a musical joke. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? And it's so bouncy, like. Doo-doo-doo. It's, I mean, very, very Harry Potter. Very, very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're the, you're the, not the, wrong. The very Philosopher's Stone. Very Chamber of Secrets. Because it is. It's bouncy. It's magical. You know, obviously, in in the Harry Potter score, then you would introduce the the horn. The French horn would come in with a you know, or something that plays on the top. Whereas, whereas this is just like. It's it's you know it's like a cat playing with a yarn and the yarn's just untangling as it's moving and bouncing around the room. Yeah. You know because the strings are just obviously like following in behind all the bouncing yeah, exactly. and the bumping and it's 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 wonderful. And, it, and it's yet again really really solidifying the idea of like hijinks yeah, in this yeah, in, totally. the, in this in this movie. Like okay we're we're going through the ridiculous here. We mm. we really are. It, it's done in a very entertaining way, but we are going through the ridiculous. And just to you know be that really annoying guy how easy would it have been for her to escape a basket if you imagine being in a basket on top of two bloke shoulders it would be so easy for you to topple that thing no just imagine the weight distribution there Do you know i'm laughing because i'd never even considered that but i'm not I'd wrong never am even i considered that but i'm and not wrong please never anybody out there who's listening never capture me in a basket because i would be totally under your will I never even considered <laughs> no, no, that. No, but I was watching it because I watched this. I watched this a couple of weeks ago with Elham, and, and I was watching. You know, she was going Indy, and yeah. these two blokes have got her in a basket, just yeah. running full pelt down the street. And I'm like, is she just sitting there? Is she yeah. making no attempt, even yeah. the smallest attempt, yeah. to knock on the side of the basket would end that just yeah. instantly. And anyway, the lit, but there we you go. know, the, but the lid of the basket is above her. It, so, you're not wrong. So, so just stand up. Just stand up. <laughs> Marion, stand up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I nobody even considered that. That's brilliant, yeah. mate. It was That's just a excellent. small thing. I mean, it, it by no way breaks this movie. Well, Can I just say? Well, I don't actually about, care. Before we jump on some more music, talking of breaking this movie, um, I, up until recently, very, very much enjoyed the th- the fact i don't think it was a fact but someone had pointed out somewhere online you know what i'm talking about don't you the are idea... you about to go submarine uh no no because no. we'll get to submarine okay we'll get to it. but it was the idea around um 
the, the, if, if Indiana Jones wasn't in this movie at all, the whole movie would play out in the exact same way. And he actually doesn't, hasn't influenced the, the sequence of events. You know, you know what I mean? Like how it ends oh, yeah. and you look at how it ends and you go, if Indiana Jones was not attached to that, nothing would have changed. Um, which, well, if Indiana Jones wasn't it, nothing would have happened because they were digging in the wrong bloody place. Exactly, exactly. That's what I was thinking the the whole time I was watching this because for a long period of time, I, I kind of subscribed to that fact because I always was under the impression that Belak, who, who's a brilliant villain, by the way, and because and he, he's not really a villain, it's I, I like that whole thing. It was, yeah, it was yeah, quite yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you know, he plays the, the priest in Hot Fuzz. Shit the bed. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Oh, I, I saw it instantly as soon as you said it. Because, do you know which bit? No, no, no. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. For bonus points, for bonus points, can you tell me which scene, which bit in Hot Fuzz I just pictured? Fuck off, grasshopper. Yes, it was exactly that. And now in my head. And now, and now, I think I've got a cream for that. Oh my god! Oh, your wee face—that was wonderful. Do you know? Because I noticed that only last night too. I only—I didn't recognize it until last night. Anyway, that, that was excellent. What were we chatting about before? Oh yeah, the the, 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 the You know, if you didn't—if he wasn't in this movie, it wouldn't have gone the same way. But but again, nonsense. You're right. You know, if it wasn't for indie they wouldn't have found the map room. But I feel that's his only real contribution based on how it does end. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? He comes in, he finds the, the map room and, you know... He but it's the, not the destination, mate. It's the journey. But, but it's again, the journey. But, but again, you know, if you even go one stage further, right? Like, I guess he was the one who who, who molded it all together because Marion had the head of the, 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 the scepter, um, but it wasn't... All he did was get that to the translator in Cairo. Yeah. And then he didn't translate it it was it was um somebody the, who was that guy who was in the the house with 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 them in in cairo who translates it oh Did yeah you... that was just a ran that was just a <laughs> random ass shaman guy that was just was a the, random I, I smoking the, the shisha <laughs> i thought the same thing because i was watching this and i was like salah's there does salah just have an old man is he just like a resident old man that just no, but lives the, in the home no i i totally buy this because salah's the guy that has a guy do you know what i yeah. mean he's the yeah, cairo okay. guy that has he's a guy he's got a and he brought yeah. it to the guy yeah that's what happened i just i just i know it's like um it's like what was the what was the show where they always they always like it's in vegas the one um pawn pawn stars where they pawn stuff out oh yeah like, i know, I know a, guy. a guy yeah <laughs> Isn't this? oh, oh 18th, you need a pokemon 18th, card guy i know a pokemon yeah, card guy 18th century rifles i got a guy you got what a guy. fuck off you don't there's have a guy there's a guy for everything in vegas mate what are you, what are you chatting a fucking guy a million years ago we yeah. were talking about our favorite tracks and we talked and we agreed no that no, no we the were best... talking about the the, the the indie theory just i was just putting oh, we've not done that to death yet well, no, but the, it was a segue, mate, because the segue oh, right, was okay, of the map, the map room, because the guy translated it, and which leads Indy to the map room. Oh, now, okay, the, there the we point, go. The, the point that I was going to say was that really all they needed to do was identify that the staff was too short that Belak was using. Yeah. So by using a slightly longer staff, Indy identifies where it is. But two points: if you look at the map room. The, it's the center point of the map room. If you didn't know where to dig and you knew that that was telling you somewhere to dig, surely you would go for X marks the spot right in the center of the map room. 
or or is it because they're trying to find that center point because it was lost in the sand? No, 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 no. Right. So it's marked out on the map on the floor, the three yeah. D map on the floor. Yeah. Where the Germans are digging because it's in like red ink and things like it's in like no, red no, paint. Seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, and it is. It does look like this big grand temple thing so yeah which, which is also kind of in the middle of oh the i see so they've just so got the, the two of them mixed up both of the actual places are in the middle of the god map. okay 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 but, okay fine yeah. fair enough fair enough uh, i mean it does yeah okay fine that makes sense but um but yeah i mean let's talk about the the map room at dawn because the map room at dawn is and i made a, i made a couple of notes about this um i hope you i hope you don't mind if you indulge so the, the the building and the swell when Indy is in the map room and he finds the the best place I put my I've auto corrected to the bike place to, to for Great. his staff like where in the map room the bike stand where he oh can park God. his bike. Your phone's more dyslexic than it, you. Mate, genuinely, I think it's just so sick of me moaning about my fucking bike. Anyway, the building swells when Indy's in the map room and he finds the best place to mount the staff. Now that sequence where he's dusting off the sand and he. And he blows, and the sand disappears, and he and he finds it. And the way that the just the the the, the you know the the brass just swells as he looks at it, and he looks up at the sun coming in. Um. Oh, it, it's yeah, yeah. it's it's really um intimidating. This yeah. music. Well, I, it's it's the arc theme. If we're yeah. if we're, if we're if we're doing the the biggest themes in this movie, one yeah. is obviously the Raiders' march. Yeah. Yeah. Number two is Marion's theme. Yeah. Number three is the arc theme. Yeah. And it it is always trotted out in the most perfect times, right? Mm, mm. So it, it obviously doesn't go full swing until right at the end with the face melty stuff, right? Mm, mm. Or rather, not specifically the face melty stuff, but just before that. So but in that scene, regardless, why, I think it's. I think the face melty stuff is subtly different to the map room scene because I think the, the there's there's a fair bit of of um, almost syncopation in the theme when we when we're seeing the angel of death coming out at the end. There's a din 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 din. You know? Oh, no, 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 it's no, no, no. It's it's, it's it, I I know what you're talking about. We will get to that bit because okay, it's fine. really really interesting, but. If we're sticking with just the arc theme, I mean, it's a wonderful, wonderful theme. Um, you know, it's it's spooky but inherently oh super, super God. powerful. Oh. Um, it's first trotted out in the track uh, "Washington Men." Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a little bit of woodwind. Yeah, and obviously in that scene, they're talking about what is the Ark of the Covenant. Mm, mm. Uh, Hitler's looking for it. Basically, mm. the plot, the the plot of the movie. This is the adventure that we're going on. But the music that's underlying it is the spooky arc stuff. Yeah, and you get this really old picture of you know what happens at the end of the movie, basically, which yeah. is all the yeah. fire and power of God coming out of it and killing everyone around it and stuff like that. And and you hear the arc theme in full swing, and you kind of go oh yeah they really shouldn't be looking for this yeah right yeah I, I, and then going fast forward to the map room the arc isn't there yeah but this is the moment in the movie where indiana jones finds the arc this yeah. is where he works it out yeah yeah it, this is where definitively he now knows 
in this scene exactly where the arc is and he's going to go and dig and he's going to go get totally, it. Totally, yeah. And in the whole run up to this, you know, you were talking about it and, you know, he's working out where to put the staff and it's going mm. through it really slowly. There's no one to share the scene with. He's not talking through any of this with anyone. I love it. He, You're right, yeah. He's he's just doing it and then, you know, he puts the, he puts, he puts the stick in the hole, he puts the... Um, the bite the, talis- the talisman up top, and then and the sun slowly comes in. Everything happens so slowly, and it's a relatively long scene, and it's building up, and it's building up, and the arc theme gets louder and louder and louder. Oh. And the only and then the reason- choir comes in, yeah. And then the only reason for that is for us, the audience, to know, oh shit, he really should not be finding this thing. Yeah, he absolutely yeah. should not be finding this thing. It's you know, like, he's, yeah, he's stumbling on a secret that should have been lost. You yeah, know, yeah, you and know, we're. For- and the the whole thing is is supposed to be filling us with dread. And you know what's really really interesting is that we've been told that the Ark is evil and powerful through this motif in the Washington Men. So we see the picture of it yeah. in the map room. We yeah. see where it's located, but is it played when they actually bring it out of the Well of Souls? No, no, nope. no, 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 no. Because we because we already know we already know what it is, and they bring it out, and we're just sitting there going. Oh, probably shouldn't touch oh, that. Oh, don't no 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 don't do that. Nah, yeah. don't do that. But you don't need the theme in that moment to tell us that because we've already been told. Yeah. And then the next time we hear it properly, in fact, I, I I would go so far as to say I didn't make an actual note on because of this this thought process. I didn't make an actual note, but I believe that the next time we hear it after the map room is in the power of the arc right at the yeah, end when it's yeah. finally revealed. Because I I feel like whenever you see the arc, well, you don't see it. It's in a cardboard box with an eagle on it. Yeah. Um, I, I feel you, you all you hear is this low hum like. Well, it's what well, it's amazing. I mean, even when you do see it in the box, you know, it's burning through the box. You can see the scorch marks on the side of the box. Just those amazing yeah. little touches. But again, you don't hear the theme. You just hear something else because we've already been told. And I think that's probably the cleverest use of themes and motifs in this whole movie, actually, is that that theme of the arc. Couldn't agree more. I mean, the the map room at dawn and then the and the and the the arc motif. I it's my favorite piece of music, and I and I actually do prefer over the Indiana Jones main theme because it's 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 really really scary i mean this is a really scary piece of music to me this isn't um this is this is up there with some of the most terrifying pieces of music that exists and yeah it's I, eerie it's creepy it gets under your skin and like, and, and, it's and, it, and it's omnipotent powerful. you know and and i you know i i love this movie because this movie terrified me when i first watched this movie that that end sequence shit goes down the oh, movie yeah. takes a turn in that last sequence, when the angel of death comes out and kills it, like, fuck, man, that is... And I remember, I was young when I watched this movie. I had nightmares for... We- the melting face in the scalp. I had nightmares for weeks. Yeah. And, and and I go back to it, and I watch it, and I'm scared. Yeah, I watch yeah. that map room sequence. I am you know, fully grown adult, and I watch that. And it sends a shiver down my spine every time when the when the the wavering you know the the warble of the choir oh yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of comes in. It is scary shit. That is, yeah. and 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 that's why it's my favorite piece of music because it makes you feel something. Like it yeah. really make and fear is a a really powerful feeling. Time. I love horror movies. I love scare. I love being afraid, yeah. and because because you feel something. And this is. 
it's terrifying. It's the best piece of music in this. In no, this... it really, really is. But what's very, very interesting, I'm going to fast forward to the face melty bit. Yeah, since, go for it. Since, since we're talking about it. You did were you, saying... Did you want to talk about the submarine quickly or do you want to finish this point? No, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the submarine because it's not music related and we're go kind on, of deep, deep in the music at this point, which I love. Yeah, fine. Uh, you were talking about how the version of the arc theme at the end and the face melty stuff is somewhat syncopated and distorted yeah, yeah 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 it's actually it actually doesn't exist in that bit i went i went back and i watched it all of the power of the arc stuff and the arc theme happens when they open it and then all the spirits are flying around right mm. before things turn horror right yeah yeah but the moment it turns horror all harmony all uh, because it's still based in like classical harmony right yeah 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 all of that goes out the window yeah right and then all you get in the horror bit where everybody dies in the most gruesome way pro- possible is just um polychords and um and just diminished notes d- and, just yeah, yeah. dissonance just absolute yeah. dissonance it goes full hitchcock yeah, it actual, does. It does. It does. It goes absolute full, full, full Hitchcock oh, with, yeah. um, with with strings playing every note under the sun, really, really attackingly, um, and just everyone going batshit crazy in the orchestra. Yeah, and there's no melody to speak of. It's just complete horror in yeah. the score. Yeah, um, for that bit. That's a Un- shit show, isn't it? What happens yeah. in the end? Yeah, until until everyone's dead. And then the column of fire goes up into the air, and then you get the final, the the final bit of the the of the arc theme when the lid comes crashing back down. Yeah, yeah, and and that and that's it. But it is genuinely terrifying, and oh, even to see it because so much. Yeah. I, I saw a great video on YouTube actually uh, on on the train ride home today that was. Uh, like a scoring of this final scene somebody had actually like written out all of the notes and oh, the, the scores yeah, I'd love and to I'll, see and I'll that. send it to you but you can see the moment where the horror starts happening because there's just notes and black well, lines and things everywhere it's the and it face, just looks it? horrendous it's when the woman's face just turns to an evil you know a, a sort of a like a skull face doesn't it it's yeah, when yeah, her yeah. face you know it's that point and and oh man i mean i can't tell you enough how this this that that's it terrifies me it terrifies me because it's like and it finishes you don't get a resolve you don't you're like what the fuck just happened it's like that's the don't fucking fuck with the, the arc yeah, lock yeah. it away nobody yeah, knows yeah. what it was nobody knows no you have no resolve nothing happens it stays a mystery you never yeah. find out why yeah genius like yeah. genius that is how you make something terrifying yeah, like, and then and then even more terrifying the fact that the last shot of the movie yeah. of it being sent into an endless warehouse. Oh, it's the best ending. To be locked it's the away. best. It it's really the is best, a proper tongue in cheek ending. Yeah, um, but Callum, let's talk submarines. Okay, right. This is your last one because we're going we're going over. I actually oh, had one more little thing, but go right, on. fine. Right. Okay. So <sighs> there's a German submarine. Uh, they find... a U- is it a U boat? Is it? Yeah. Whatever. You bought <laughs> yeah, yeah. early submarine. Stopping an anorak. Yeah, it's Jesus good. Christ. <laughs> no, it probably isn't. I don't know. I've not seen <laughs> it recently. Nerd. Um, I'll find out what submarine it is. Keep right. Talking. Okay. So the Germans find Marion and Indy on the mm-hmm. boat, and they take and they take Marion into the submarine. Indiana Jones is hiding, and the submarine goes off. 
and Indiana Jones is on the submarine. We then get a map of the submarine going from Morocco Mm -hmm. to an island in Greece, and then they get to the Nazi base in Greece, and then Indiana Jones is in the base, and he's soaking wet. Now, did Indiana Jones ride a submarine from Morocco to Greece? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a U-boat, so it it only goes below the water, you know, not that deep doesn't they don't go that deep they're just semi-submersibles right okay did he ride a semi-submersible submarine from morocco to greece oh yeah because he's underwater he had to hold his breath i don't know sure okay i don't give a shit he's... <laughs> but it's interesting <laughs> no i know Maybe i know he died but on it... the way. no you're right you're right um i don't know how did any other ones manage to follow marion okay here you are um, escort this to boarded on Belak. The Nazis once again steal it. I mean, it could have just stayed on the surface. How exactly did he hide in the stowaway? Um, Indy later climbed the ladder towers. I don't know, man. There's a but, lot no, but of this is the thing, here. right? No, it's a good point. Yeah. If it if Nobody it knows. stayed if it stayed above, because you know I'm aware it, it it wouldn't go underwater unless it had to go underwater for some like stealthy reason or whatever. So it could have stayed above water the whole time. But then why would he be soaking wet afterwards? Man. yeah you're probably right it's just an interesting yeah one. no you you are yeah in the grand scheme of things i don't care but it's yeah. it's just an interesting thing that yeah, they're trying to yeah. they're trying to sell us yeah there's a lot of things in this movie that if you look too close you know the whole truck explosion thing it's, I, um, I care more about the basket thing she could have got out of the basket yeah she could have got out of the basket <laughs> and the last thing i want to talk about isn't anything to do with this movie i mean this is a obviously quite possibly one of the best um you drinking um, Pepto Bismol? I don't know. It's an innocent smoothie, mate. Oh, okay. I've been drinking it all podcast. What are you no, I know, about? but I've only just realised what you're doing. I'm, I'm sorry. We're an hour into this thing. I Jesus. know. I don't know where I am. So tired. Um, but he, um, who am I now? Um, you know, I, I, th- this is easily one of the best pieces of you know scores to a film that exist, and and yeah. I, I would say. Maybe not continuously, you know. This isn't one that provides banger after banger after banger. But I do think I'd that say it does. Well, I, I think I think what it does is the the really effective pieces of music in this are just so effective. I mean, you, you talk about scratching an itch for any sequence that you have. I mean, I, I mean, I would say that as as John Williams scores go, you know, your Star Wars, your Harry Potter's, your Jurassic Parks for me, which is my favorite. You know, they they are continuously seamless throughout but there's a lot of sequences in this movie that that, that don't have music to it there's not mm-hmm. a huge amount of scored music if you compare it to the runtime of this movie but i do think that it's so so effective at the points where you do have these really blisteringly high-paced scores and loud it's effective and in your face oh yeah a real part of the storytelling mm. which is what he does best it is what he does so it's two thumbs up over here <laughs> easily as pr- as predicted um and over there a couple of thumbs up your bums um the last little thing i want to talk about isn't about indiana jones but it's uh, or, or raiders but it's about indiana jones at large i used to have this film on vhs and at oh, the start classic. of it at the start of it it had the trailer for young indiana jones do you remember young indiana jones I do, do you yeah. remember anything did you watch any of them i think i watched a couple but there was a lot like, of it. There was well, a lot because it was, was a TV series, wasn't it? It was a TV series, but then there was all like the film specials, and the specials were the ones that I love. And if you watch this trailer, 
it like breaks all the films down into different eras like there's some that are like about um the masks of evil there's like one where he was in the world war one trenches there's one where he's like in africa um with with the zulus there's one where it's like he's all over the fucking place right like there's like there's some weird ones there's called like the train of doom it may it's mental and i and i want to watch them all i, I think i want to watch them all i think they're like educational though or like edu adventure does that make sense i don't know if that's uh, i don't I, I i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> no but i think they were all like they were all like learning's fun all Look right okay. is that bad <laughs> i don't know i, I don't know but i do remember was... I, I do remember that though i just remember one of them was called oganga the giver and taker of life jesus <laughs> one of them was called. They were excellent. Some of the cast in them as well. My my thought against it was Sean Patrick Flannery. Is he is he been cancelled or anything? Is there anything wrong with him? I I was thinking I was just thinking that can't be a real name. Sean Patrick Flannery plays young Indiana Jones. I thought it was River Phoenix. Oh mate, it's I've got Sean Patrick Flannery is is the one that I have here. River Phoenix plays him in Crusade, I think. Oh that okay, so that's the real young. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah yeah yeah, hundred yeah. percent so okay just but just if if just put one of those guys as indiana jones put sean patrick flannery or river phoenix like well, as done. opposed to harrison ford yeah oh river phoenix sadly passed away yeah oh no quite tragically well, actually oh really yeah are we gonna end this here you're gonna tell no the no yet? we're ending positively john williams is the man okay cool fucking <laughs> the end <laughs> forward yeah let's move um we don't have a huge amount of time to go through because we talked quite a lot of shit up, well we talked quite a lot of shit up top did we we did <laughs> yeah, was it we, me did. Specifically? No, we, get, we get a good amount of content on the main yeah, we, on the main crux as, of the we episode give as good as we get um there's the, i've got one thing tangibly although i think there's two things that i kind of wanted to bring to moving forward because i wanted to kind of chat to you about um but I guess the, what I'll do is I'll give you my thing first. I think I've got some other, a few other wee things I'm sure we'll bring up, remember, as we're, as we're going. But, but, but I wanted to talk to you about something that was recently announced, Alex. Um, oh, yes. And, and this is uh, something that doesn't often happen. Uh, and that is, of course, a new category emerging uh, as part of the Oscars. Now, as, as we always know, the Oscars comes around um, it, once a year, Alex, it's always here. And it always defines categorically what the best movie of that year is. Yeah. And it will tell you what is not good movies and what is good movies. So Absolutely. If you, if, so if you want to watch, if you, if you were an alien, let's just, this is out there for aliens who have just landed on Earth. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what is a movie? And you're like, oh man, I, how long have you got? Pic, um, do you know pictures? Talking pictures? Well, they should have already the found Voyager 1 and seen okay. um, 2001 A Space Odyssey on Okay, it. okay, okay. They're like, yeah, so, okay, fine, yeah. So they're like movies. And they're like, like 2001. They're like, yes, yes, exactly like that. Thank yeah, God yeah, you yeah. sent that out there. And they're like, but there's more of them. And they're like, what, more... Um, to the, is there 2002 Spade of And you're like, no, uh, um, okay, what do we do here? Um, okay, so talking picture. Sto you know a story? That, but on the screen... They're like, amazing, but what's the one that I need to watch? And we would say to them, 
just what just go to the Oscars. That will tell you what the best yeah, yeah. things are. Okay, I'm, and I'm don't with watch you. anything else. I'm with else. you in this premise. I'm with you in this premise. Go because the go. Oscars are always the best thing, and you would point an alien directly to them. But um, but Alex, they've even got better still. Right. They've got the. They've got better. This is. Has this sarcasm lost on anyone of how uh, shocking I, the Oscars really have got? I, to I, I don't know. At some point, if you're sarcastic for more than like a couple of minutes, just on the trot, it just starts to become sincere. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just throw it in there. Fuck the Oscars. Right. But, um, <laughs> but but and who gives a like genuinely who gives a fuck like they 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 mean fucking nothing. But um but but it is still interesting, especially because a new category has emerged. Yeah. Now the name of this category i think is it is it favorite film fan favorite film is that yeah. what they're calling it probably although i i i think they could probably rename it to f- um best member berry film best member berry film yeah um i mean obviously, and the result would I guess be the same <laughs> the, the result would be the same um it's it's gonna be no way home right they're trying to find a way to get this one an oscar surely? yeah surely yeah yeah it's gotta be but but how they're how they're doing this is interesting. I mean, they are giving people the the the, the it's called sorry, the popular film category. It was announced on the, the new film category was it was on August eighth, twenty eighteen was when was when they were trying to do this. But I think there's been a real push to try and get it in this year. Um, but popular film, yeah, you 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 hashtag you vote in, don't you? Yeah, something like that. And and there's no cap on how many times you can vote. This isn't yeah. this isn't this isn't your X Factor, your pop idol, Alex. Yeah. And and I went through four or five different trains of thought when I heard this. And let me take you on these. And I'm interested in your points each through. So when I first heard of this, I went, okay, fine. At least that way the Marvel movies can get a an Oscar. That like right. that was the first thing I thought. And then yeah. I went, but unless it's not the Marvel movies, and unless it's something else. And then my thought went. But why would it be something else? Surely people can hashtag and vote and choose their favorite movie. Well, the reason it would be someone else is because surely you can create an algorithm that just replicates a hashtag a hundred million times over yeah, a series yeah. of fake accounts. So you can totally sway it in their favor. And then my thought went, so the thing is absolutely meaningless and pointless. Yeah. And then my thought went, but hang on a minute. If it's being read live on television, surely the Oscars don't have to announce all the people that have voted. They'll just decide which one actually won. Yeah. But then I thought, Alex, by doing it live and voting through Twitter, you could work out which movie actually wins before they announce it. Yeah. Have any of those? Is, is that all? No, nonsense? no. You've you've gone full. You've gone straight down the rabbit hole, mate. You've come out the other side. And um, yeah, that you're pretty much right. <laughs> So I, I so it's going to be Venom, isn't it? It's Venom letting be carnage. Yeah, it's Venom letting it be carnage. Yeah, that's that's my. I, I, did you follow that last train of thought, or did I tange off to the right there? A oh no, bit? I, I was thinking something else. But no, there we go. There we go. Okay. Well, no, I I mean, mean, it, no, it will be Spider Man No Way uh, No Way Home, and fine. Do, will you yeah. feel any sa- any like you know justice and satisfaction? That's the thing, man. That's the thing. Do you uh, do yeah. you actually care? Well done. Well done, billion dollar movie. Well done. Would you like a little gold man? Who yeah. gets the gold man? Who wins it? Who wins this? Does yeah. Disney win this? I don't where does where does Mickey Mouse stick the man? Where does he do it? Does the he point, stick it look, rest of the other gold look, men? The point is, if I can Mickey just Mouse say a little, so if I yeah, go for it. give a little bit of a controversial kind of opinion here. Uh, by the way, I'm fully on board with the fact that the Oscars oh, yeah. suck, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oscar, Oscar, Oscars suck. They get everything wrong. <laughs> well. 
almost everything wrong. They, no, they do. They, they do get a lot of things right. Like Return of the King winning every category under the sun. Yeah. And you're more Perfect. of Coney winning Love um, that. For, for Hateful Eight. That, but, that still is my... But since I brought up Lord of the Rings... Yes. Big, fan, big fantasy epic wins every Oscar under the sun. Mm. Um, 20 years later, I would still say deservedly so. Mm. And I would still say that those movies are immeasurably better than most of the other popcorn movies that are that are, that are coming out now. Yeah, yeah. I just think they are. I, I just think they are. For, and as much as I enjoy Endgame and Spider-Man No Way Home and Black Panther yeah. and things like that, they're not good enough yet. No, no. They're not good enough. They still... They, they, they are still they're still baked to perfection to feed the masses yeah which is fine but it doesn't make them the best movies i, I it just doesn't what, mate so, so i i don't want to sound like i'm jumping on the bandwagon here but i completely agree with you actually right and and i everyone is saying you know Norgan, controversially mate i think june's gonna win this one yeah, fine. And it, I think and it, and I think June's awesome. gonna, was, I think June's going to win this one this year. It was year. beautifully made Be- because June hasn't been nominated for that many things, and it's getting a lot of backing. I think there's. I think it's. I mean, I don't. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put my neck out here, mate, and say June's winning this Oscar. Cool. Okay. Nice. What I do like you think's going to win it? The loser, well, probably Spider Man. The, lo- the loser. The loser. Because you're saying Spider Man and yeah. I'm saying June, the loser has to has to take a poo without without lifting the lid of the toilet. Okay, <laughs> that's what you've got to do. You've got to sit on the toilet without lifting the lid. That's if disgusting. You, lose. you should no, be if ashamed you of yourself. No, but for if you lose, like if you that. lose, if you lose, only if you lose. So June's gonna win, Alex. Yeah. And if it doesn't, I'm sending a photo. I'm. T- <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. You're 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 weirdly proud of all your bowel movements. I forgot that that's a thing that. that I forgot that's a thing that's part of your personality. Don't 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 spring shit like that on me. That was funny. Imagine that being proud, like no, find, like finding ways to bring it up in a podcast. You have though. You have before. You're like. You should have seen the one I no, stuck I in this morning. I never you said have, that. You this absolutely is absolute. This is slander. Oh, this right. Is, we should wrap we this were up. Having, we were having such a deep <laughs> conversation before, and it's gone absolutely sideways because of your stupid bet that you put onto me. Oh, Why? yeah. It was that way around. <laughs> it was that way around. We should wrap this up. By I the way, know. there's another Baz Luhrmann film, and it's called Elvis, and it's about Elvis Presley, and it's movie music. So we should talk about it more, but well, I don't want to. Well, no. Let's, so, let's quickly give it a few minutes because I. I mean, Baz Luhrmann famously doing uh, this is um, how many times has he done a musical biopic now? Ooh, I don't think he has. Has he not? I thought no. he was. Um, I thought he was um, Queen. Um, we will rock you, Freddie Mercury. No, 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 no. That was uh, Dexter Fletcher. Ah, of course it was. Interesting. A la okay. Rocket Man. Ah, very, very So no, um, Baz Luhrmann hasn't done one. However, he did do mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge, which is somewhat musical. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I really like that movie, actually. I've got yeah, really Australia, I guess, movie. as well. He would have been... And, and Great Gatsby, I thought, was pretty... Well, he, got, he only did the screenplay, I think, for that one, did he not? No, I think that's a full, full Baz no, no, Luhrmann no, production. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Ah, very good, very good. But no, it looks, um, it looks good. Had, um, it looks good, to be honest. Great Gatsby, famous for... Um, 
what was she called? Who who's the richest singer in the world that doesn't need to be a singer because her family and her dad pay for her whole record label? She's good, but she thinks she's better than she is. Beyonce? No, no. <laughs> Who um lost a few fans there, mate? Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> what's she called? Fucking video games. Lana Del Rey. All right. And, and we've lost a few more. <laughs> there we go. Now, I'm a huge fan of Lana Del Rey, actually. Right, but okay. she didn't earn it. Okay, so... Okay. Um, Elvis. <laughs> Elvis, Elvis, yeah. Tom Hanks is in it. Yes. Uh, don't recognize the guy that plays plays Elvis, and I've completely forgotten his name, but it looks good. Austin Butler, is it not? Oh, yeah, it is. Well, it's Austin Butler, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Tom Hanks is in it doing an accent that I can't quite place. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, I've, I must admit, I've not seen the trailer. Um, Cody Schmidt McPhee as well oh, is in this. We, li- we like him. We do, we do like him. Um, no, I, I think this is great. I, th- I think this is going to be a really cool one. Um, I wonder at what point it's going to show him, show, show, I mean, this is, is it going to be the full life biopic through his life or is it going to, Surely it's gonna. Are not you stop are you it. actually asking if the movie's gonna end? Oh, oh no 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 no! no be careful! <laughs> I, knew, I didn't I didn't want you to spring the trap so early, Alex. Oh right, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, but that's why that you placed that bet earlier. That's kind of what you were doing. You see what for. I was doing there? Oh, yeah, you're it's, too good. Everything's too connected. Good. You know this isn't scripted. You know this isn't scripted. You know we just, just do this like, off the cuff. Just it's like a willy down a hole. Genius. Excellent. There we go. And it's oh, full circle. Oh, you can't teach cir- that. It's done. It's excellent. Oh, man. What a sight. We, can, we couldn't on improve on this soon. episode if we tried. No. I mean, we could have talked far more about the film and given you some more really intellectual facts about the film and thoughts rather than just, I like that bit. It scared me. Yeah. Um, also, Gimli's <laughs> in it. He is in it. He is. Took me way too long to realize that they were the same people. But then when I was that young, by the way... Um, yeah. They did such a good job of the forced perspective, different heights in Lord of the Rings. I had no idea that John Rhys Davis was that big. He's huge. He's an absolute machine of a bloke. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. But there we go. I, your wee face when the the Belak fact. Oh, that's, your that's changed wee my life. Face. That has genuinely actual... has changed my life. Oh, man. That's lovely. <laughs> Fuck off, grasshopper. That's lovely. That's <laughs> lovely. Oh, what a time to be alive, Alex. What do they have to do now? Right, now they've got to get themselves onto the Apple Podcasts app, find us on there, give us a cheeky little five-star rating if you do. please. You can also write us a review if you want. Tell us what you think of the show. If you don't want to do that, because you might not, you can yeah. tell us your favourite movie. You can tell us your favourite movie soundtrack. Yeah. We love to see, read, and hear all of it. Uh, by the way, go tell your friends. Just you know, Do. Just make go, sure go, they go know. tell your friends to come listen to us. We'd, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Are we... Um... What's the next bit? Because I added oh, that yeah. bit in and I've Wait, lost my rhythm. No, no, it's fine. We we also have an email, motionspod at gmail.com. Please please write in. Um we we've got a few. We've actually not had a, not had as many recently. Um please do write in. We do love getting the emails. There's some really fun ones that, that, that we get in. And and I, I I guess we probably should start reading some of them out because some you know, some people put actually put a bit of thought into them as opposed oh, to just God, putting yeah. the, as opposed to just putting their, their film in there. We just we're just going thanks. Yeah. Um, so we Joe, if we and you know, if we were full time podcasters yeah and yeah we would do this properly then we'd be the worst we'd be the we worst would, if, if we, we were behaving like this if we were behaving like this and we were full-time that'd be unforgivable but we'd be like the naughty boys in not, the back of the class we're not, could you imagine understand. if we set up a patreon i wonder I, it'd be laughable we could set a patreon up just to watch just to watch that going well, I just to we, watch the nobody contributes it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no i, mean, I think we i think we'd uh, yeah, i think we'd get i think we'd get a, a little bit of rattling change around there 
need to get a need to get a few e things. I, I, I genuinely, I need to get myself some new socks. So actually, folk, oh, just, just a just a card in the mail would be great with a couple of coins sellotaped. I still do that for my brother on his birthday. Have I ever told you that? <laughs> I give him like eight pounds or nine pounds in coins. <laughs> <laughs> a pound so, for the year. No, but not even on pounds, this. Earth. It's like ten p's and stuff like that, and chip twenties I found on the ground. It's great. Oh, these right. coins. That's Very what I use coins for. Um, next week. Are we gonna to get to the cinema to see Uncharted? Mm. I say we as if as if as if I mean the limiting factor now is time really, isn't oh, it? Oh god, yeah. I do want to go back to the set. I've not been in twenty in twenty two yet, I don't think, actually. I Oh I've not. No, I don't think I have Ooh. either. Oh that's yeah, bad. It's the end mm. of February. It is the end of February. Oh god, sorry. Um we will be back very soon. I'm sure we'll tell you what it is when it I mean it'll be up, you'll see it. We won't tell you. It'll just drop into your it will um, thing, and you you just hit download and listen. Um, right, that's that's it. That's yeah. how you use a phone. That's how you use the app you're currently using. Um, until then, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will speak to you again next week. Bye now. All right, guys. Ta ta.